Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, March 10th of 2021. Uh, Same kind of deal as yesterday, there aren't a whole ton of events today, so the episode is probably going to be fairly short. Um, However, I'll go into some detail on a couple of things um, just to, I don't know, make it more fun to listen to. And so, yeah, that is what we are headed into for the day. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else really to say. I don't think I do. It was a pretty chill day in terms of events. Um, Not a whole lot of chaos, which is kind of lovely. Um, And the events that happened today were really, really fun. So I think we'll just jump right in um, and talk about the Belgian royal family first. In Belgium, we actually had a couple of different events today, which are one I'm really, really excited about, and two is just kind of like what we're used to seeing every day. Um, But today, King Philippe started his day. Well, he only had one event today. Let me rephrase. He had a event today where he met with the rowing duo team um, that are going to be representing Belgium in the quote 2020 olympics um i recognize that it's 2021 but uh 2020 was supposed to be the year of the olympics in tokyo japan obviously due to circumstances um the olympics were canceled for 2020 and postponed to 2021 however they kept the name of tokyo 2020 um However, I'm finding it really hard to say Tokyo 2020 or the 2020 Olympics because, like, it's so just not 2020 anymore, and I'm thankful for that. Um, However, like, I don't know what else to say. So, I guess the 2020 Olympics. Um, And so he went out on the water. He didn't row, but uh, Philippe was, like, out on water in the boat while they were practicing and then met them along a dock. Um, and then they, they talked and they showed the king, um, different training exercises, different training, um, equipment that they use, um, in terms of technology for training, things like that, um, which I thought was really cool. Um, it was a casual event and I think that's why I like it. Um, so I... Anytime that Philippe and or Mathilde have left, it's really been focused on, like, healthcare. And I, of course, understand why. Um, you know, we're living in a global pandemic. So I understand that that's where we need to be spending our time. I get that. I really, really do. Um, however, there is a part of me that misses normal events and normalcy. Um, and this was that. This was casual and chill and really just showing off um, the work that they've been doing. Um, you know, these these two guys are going to represent their country in the Olympics. And, like, no matter what happens, it's always going to be overshadowed by the fact that there's a global pandemic. Um, so I don't know 
in terms of pandemic world what the Olympics are going to look like this year. Um, but I mean, typically people from all over the world go to the Olympics and leaders and heads of states will go to the Olympics. Um, it, I would have expected a lot of royalty to be at the Olympics. Last year I did. This year I'm not sure. Um, just because it seems like unnecessary travel. So it's hard to know what that looks like. Um, and I don't know, it's just an interesting balance. Um, but I, I liked this event because it highlighted Belgian athletes who are going to the Olympics, which is a huge deal. And not only did they qualify last year, they have to like continually practice and continually get good because their event got postponed by a year. Um, so it is different. And I think it's important to remember that like it is different. Uh, the pandemic affects a lot and this is one of those things. Um, so I just wanted to like talk about that for a while because it's such a big deal. Um, okay, so that was King Philippe's event. Then Queen Mathilde, uh, continuing with the virtual work, held a virtual conversation with representatives of an organization called Psychomedical Social Centers, um, where they talked about the impact of COVID-19. So the Psychomedical Social Centers actually is an organization that helps students um, by focusing on a triple approach in terms of psychological, social, and medical needs to help um, students succeed. So I thought that was really cool um, and super duper important. So I appreciate that a ton. Um, and that is it for what was going on in Belgium. And so now we are gonna move on to the UK. In the UK, there was actually nothing public-facing today. Um, there just wasn't. I don't know. Anyway, um, however, there was a good bit, it looks like, on the court circular. So let's dive into that. It looks like um, Queen Elizabeth held several different events today. Um, so first, she spoke with um, some scientists to mark British Science Week. So I am sure that we will see that um, in the next coming days. I don't know if that's this week or next week, um, but we'll see that in a video that the Royal Family Social Media chooses to share in the future, I'm sure. Um, then she held a council meeting via video link with um, the Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster, the Secretary of State for Wales and the Chancellor of the Exchequer, which I think is like the treasury type of thing. Um, and then, I don't know what this is, so I'm just gonna read it. At the council, at the, council the Queen picked the list of high sheriffs for the counties of England, other than Cornwall and those in the Duchy of Lancaster and Wales. After the council, um, 
the secretary, uh, the chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster and the queen, this is confusing, held an audience where they picked the high sheriffs for the Duchy of Lancaster. And if you remember, we actually talked about the Duchy of Lancaster recently, but Queen Elizabeth is known, uh, one of her titles is Duke of Lancaster. And yes, it is Duke. It is not Duchess. She is the Duke of Lancaster. Um, and then it was Wednesday, so Boris Johnson and Queen Elizabeth held a telephone audience. That had to have been interesting. Um, then we go to Clarence House, and um, the Prince of Wales chaired a meeting of the trustees for the Royal Collection Trust today via video link. Um, and then, so that's what was going on in Clarence House, and then Kensington Palace. Um, the Duke of Cambridge, Commodore Chief of the Submarines, this afternoon held a meeting with Commodore James Perks, um, who is the commander of, I think, a submarine called Fastlane Flotilla, uh, and they met by a video link. And then the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, joint patrons of the Royal Foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, later held a meeting via video link with the Lord Hague of Richmond. Mr. Simon Patterson, who is the, oh, okay, so these are all um, chiefs for the Royal Foundation. Okay, that was the most confusing court circular I think I've ever done. I've been doing the court circular like this since September. That's six months, and this is the most confusing one I've done. I'm really sorry if that confused you. Hopefully me working it out kind of helped. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it did. If it confused you, I'm really sorry. Um, to be fair, I'm really confused too. So that's what was going on in the UK today. But like I said, nothing public facing. And, um, yeah, so we are going to now move on to the Danish royal family. We are talking more about Tokyo 2020, um, kind of. We're really not, but we're talking about the International Olympic Committee, um, which hosts the Olympics, obviously. Um, and so today, Crown Prince Frederick, who sits on the IOC or the International Olympic Committee, took part in the virtual IOC general meeting. Um, and so he just shared that they um, talked about the upcoming games and the future of the Olympics, given that, you know, we've lived through a COVID pandemic. I don't know. Seems reasonable. Um, he also said that he is sad that he, they can't be in Greece, which is where the IOC annual meeting, I guess, takes place, which shouldn't surprise me, but kind of does. Um, but literally the only IOC meetings that I've ever, like, paid any attention to are when they're picking countries, and those are always held in different locations. So I don't I don't know. I guess, obviously, the general annual meeting is in Athens, which makes a lot of sense, given that that's where the Olympics originated. Um, but also just, you know, really glad to see the Danish royal family really kicking it up this month. Um, there is 
a good amount of events scheduled for this week and next week, which I'm excited about um, because it just has been a really dry couple of months. Um, I don't think like March is going to be huge for them, but it's definitely going to be huge in comparison to January and February. Um, and so that's a very exciting thing. Um, and yeah, that is what was going on in Denmark. Um, we are going to skip the Netherlands because there isn't a lot that I can talk about here. Um, but I will just briefly say that today King Willem Alexander held a, held some virtual conversations with the government commissioner for St. Uh, basically he held conversations with government officials from two countries in the Dutch Netherlands or two areas of the Dutch, uh, Dutch Netherlands, ne Caribbean Netherlands, sorry. Um, so that's what was going on in the Netherlands and in Denmark. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. So there was also nothing happening in Norway, by the way, I realized I forgot to say that um, today. So today in Spain, however, um, there was an annual event that happens um, that typically a member of the royal family and most frequently King Felipe and Queen Letizia preside over. So it's the annual concert in honor of victims of Spanish victims of terrorism. And this is hosted by the organization or the foundation uh, for victims of terrorism. Um, so I think I'm going to go into this a lot today because you're hearing it on the 11th. Um, I wasn't planning on doing this, but we'll do it today. Um, and, and maybe a little bit in tomorrow's episode, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, because you're hearing this on the 11th, I want to talk about it today. Um, so in 2004, in, on March 11th, 2004, in Madrid there was a terrorist attack um, and it was at the Atoka station in Madrid, which is one of the largest metro stations and where a lot of people catch trains to commute back and forth to work. Um, and this happened at eight in the morning, which is commute commuting time. It's when you're going to work. Um, and multiple bombs were set off at the station. It was atrocious. Um, you know, I don't remember it because I don't, A, I don't live in Spain, but also I was 11, so I probably could if I paid enough attention. And I remember a lot of these things happening, but I don't remember specifically Spain's. Um, 193 people were killed and a lot more were injured because um, it was prime commuting time. And while this was not the first terrorist attack, it was definitely the largest in Spain. So Spain is an unfortunate circumstance where they had a lot of domestic terrorism. Um, so there were a couple of groups um, of separatists that didn't want to be part of 
this nation of Spain that um, was kind of all put together after the dictatorship. And it's, um, it's really complicated, but like there were groups that would kill people in Spain in domestic terrorist attacks. Um, and so this foundation was actually created because of that. And then, um, unfortunately, has become a much bigger deal after the um, Atoka Station bombing on March 11th. And so the first of these concerts was actually held, I guess, in 2003, um, which is before the bombings, and then were held... There was one six months after the bombing that uh, Felipe and Letizia presided over. They were, um, yeah, so they were the Prince and Princess of Astorias. When that, when the second concert happened um, in September, so the bombing actually happened two months before they were married, um, and it actually like affected a lot of the celebrations that there were going to be held um, in relation to the wedding because, um, you know, there was a horrible terrorist attack. Um, and then, for the most part, every concert since then has been attended by Felipe and Letizia. There have been some that when Juan Carlos and Sofia were king and queen, or there was one... Um, I think they presided, Juan Carlos and Sofia presided over the one in 2018, but for the most part, it's uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia, and so this year was no exception. Um, and last year, they were scheduled to preside over, but the concert got canceled. Um, I think it was to be held on the 11th. No, it was to be held on the 10th um, last year, and they canceled it because of COVID. So Spain started, Spain's kind of at that year point where things got pretty serious. Um, they canceled this and then I think the 11th, Felipe and Letizia went to Paris and then the next day Letizia went into quarantine and then Spain locked down before the 15th. So but this was kind of like one of the first signs where I was like, oh, okay, we're canceling things that are really important to Spain's culture. Um, okay, so this is a big deal. Um, you know, it's kind of where my head was a year ago. Um, they still held the concert, but they didn't have an audience. They live streamed it um, with no uh, presence. I'm not even sure if the president of the foundation was there or not. I can't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I watched it because Felipe and Letizia weren't there. Um, but this year it was held pretty normally. Typically, of course, the auditorium is packed and it was not this year. Um, I think it was the king and queen elect uh, some government officials and families of victims and possibly some... Um, people who have been injured in terrorist attacks um, as well, but it was definitely not a packed auditorium by any stretch of the imagination. Um, people were sitting, with the exception of Felipe and Letizia, with two seats in between them. Um, and it's, I kind of love this event. And I know that sounds weird, 
But let me explain why I love this event. Um, Spain gets a lot of things wrong. Um, every country does. But like the one thing that I admire the heck out of them for is they don't forget. They have selective memory, but they don't forget things like this. Um, they don't forget people have been lost in terrorist attacks. They don't allow them to be forgotten. So here in the U.S., um, you know, we do have, we have September 11th, which is obviously a huge loss of life due to terrorism. Um, we don't have, we didn't have a lot of domestic terrorism. Um, I think that's increasing, but it, it we didn't. Um, but we don't do a lot, you know. It's 20 years this year since September 11th, and, like, I don't know, there's just, I know there will be something, but I don't think it'll be a collective community coming together, like what happens in Spain. Um, and maybe that's just the part of Spain that I see because that's what I pay attention to in terms of the events of the royals, but like, people remember this, people talk about it, it's a big deal. Um, and, you know, I, I laugh now because it was so premature but, like, Spain honored COVID victims over the summer. And it, it's not funny, but, like, you know, there were still so many to, unfortunately, so many more deaths. But, like, they honored the ones they had already lost. And I think that's so important. And so that's why I love this event. It's a way for people to come together and remember victims of terrorism, but also, like, it's a concert. It's a classical music concert, and it's beautiful. Um, and so it's a way to hold their memory and create new ones every year because you're seeing this wonderful conductor. Um, and I think this year was the, the first year this conductor had done it, and it was beautiful. Um, and I'm a music nerd. Um, I love music. I love, I, I don't love classical music, but I want, I love watching it be performed. And so I did watch this and it was just beautiful pieces of music, um, and really passionate. So that's why I like, I love this event. Um, it's a weird one to really enjoy. Um, but I think I, I love the, the beauty of the honoring of that memory and also, um, the way they've made it into something not always sad, somber, but not sad. Um, and I just appreciate that. So that's what was going on in Spain. Like I said, I may talk a little bit more about the Atoka bombing tomorrow. Um, cause Felipe and Leticia have, do have another event about terrorism tomorrow. So we'll see what I end up saying about it, but I just wanted to say now, um, as much as I can about it for now. Um, so that's what was going on in Spain. And then we are kind of going to just gloss over Sweden because the only thing that happened today is Queen Sylvia taking part in a digital board meeting for the Care About the Children Foundation. There was no explanation or anything. So just kind of glossing over. So yet again, we have another short episode, which is fine. 
um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, and like and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Until then, have a great Thursday. Bye.